The following is a CSPN Media podcast presentation. Let me tell you about who deserves a shot at the United States Heavyweight. Let's hear it. I'm the champion. I ought to know. You know, I've, I've been sizing up guys since I came to the WCW. And I think the one guy that stands out the most, the guy that I think has earned a title shot, El Dandy, I think you're a heck of a wrestler. You're a great technician in the ring, and you're a jam-up guy. Whoa. I don't see any Whoa. reason. Wait a minute. El Dandy has been wrestling in, in, in the cruiserweight division here. Please. He's a great wrestler. He's a great wrestler, but my goodness sakes, it's 50 pounds. Who are you to, to, to doubt El Dandy? Because this guy's a serious professional. Well, let's talk about some serious about hypnosis let's get through psychosis psychosis whatever, whatever he's a great wrestler you know hello and welcome to episode 302 of the wrestlecast i'm your host don delarente and I'm joined by my co-host, Mr. Mo to the underscore Reese. What's going on, Mo? Well, what's going on, listeners? We back. Another episode of the Wrestle Cast proper. We here to talk. No, yeah, it's Wrestle Cast. It's the Wrestle Cast proper. We here to talk about extreme rules. And I guess. And- Monday Night Raw, but yes, we are here. Very black ass Monday Night Raw. <laughs> we are here on the mothership, the WrestleCast, the Godfather, the one that's creator, the one that started it all. So thank you guys for listening to the OG podcast here on the CSPN. Uh, you can find us. Don't, don't, don't let Brian, don't, Brian let's hear you say mothership and, old, and all that other shit. <laughs> we <laughs> uh, we're brought to you by the CSPN. You can find the us talking about um, some independent podcast <laughs> Some Bingo Hall podcast using our slang. Uh, yeah, he gonna call me a, a outlaw mud show. I'd be honored. <laughs> you know, be like this. Well, let me in your bow. <laughs> <laughs> You like Jim Cornette called me a called me an outlaw. <laughs> I'm like, oh man! Did you hear his uh, his uh, his thoughts on the on the Omega uh, Danielson match? No. Uh, well, basically, I mean, he I mean, he came just short of being like. You know what? Kenny Omega had a good match, but basically he was like, Kenny Omega had a good match because Daniel Bryanson made sure he didn't do none of that stupid shit. <laughs> of course. Of course. You know he hates Kenny Omega. <laughs> yeah, so but it was good, though, to hear him talk about it because he, he's, he has some good points. And, he, I mean, he always makes good technical wrestling points, it's, you know. So, anyway, you can find the WrestleCast and all of our – uh, satellite programming on the CSPN. You can find it on the web at CSPN.us. You can also go through iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher Radio, Google Play, any podcast app. And all you have to do is search for the WrestleCast dash the CSPN, then hit that subscribe button on the logo with the new day holding the WrestleCast sign, and you will get all of our wrestling podcasts in your queue each and every week. So like you said, Mo. We are coming off Extreme Rules Weekend. Thank you to everybody who used the hashtag ExtremeCast. Thank you to everybody who showed up in the Twitter spaces uh, this weekend. We definitely had a good time listening and sharing our commentary with color. Mm -hmm. 
like to give a big shout out to Miss Jade to the max and myself for going six for six. Oh. Wait, wait, you you sure I picked Alexa Bliss to win that match with Charlotte? You sure did. I looked at it. I, I double checked it twice. I was like, did Mo really? Okay. So yeah. Yeah, really. See, see, see. This is what happens. Mm-hmm. Um, it's his WrestleCast tip, ladies and gentlemen. Don't drink before a show. Don't drink <laughs> a lot before a show. I mean, you want to have a little sip, a little beer, something. That's fine. Don't drink. Don't have like a couple of cups of um, Termania um, tequila. And you'll make stupid, foolish decisions like that. <laughs> I'm looking. I was like, remember we posted. I'm like, wait a minute. Did I really pick Alexa Bliss to win this? As much as I hate Charlotte Flair, I really went against her. <laughs> I started to stop and listen to the go back to that go back to the who you got to make sure I didn't do it. But I was like, you know what? <laughs> uh, yes. Yeah, so me and Miss J to the max, we both. Uh, got six correct answers and so we will share the title uh for this we want to share the money <laughs> yeah man they always be adding an extra match but you know it doesn't help when it comes to our who you got when they just make a match up all of a sudden I, I popped up they really they really going I said they really going to add the big e but it makes sense though because look at the storyline yeah, it's a it's a new thing, man, where pay per views are just things to drive Lead towards it. TV now. And TV is I mean, look, all the good I mean, stuff. Look, I mean, look at the look at Vince's first three nights of Monday night against Monday Night Football. Mm-hmm. He had he had to go against he had to watch the um the, the Ravens blow blow it in overtime. The Ravens blew it in overtime week one. They had the um. Who was it week two? Um, was that the Bear? Was that the Packers and Lions? I think. Yeah, Packers and Lions. So um, it was good for like a half. Yeah, first half was and pretty then, competitive. And then whatever happened with Dallas and um and um the Philadelphia? Last night? Yeah, blowout. So he's actually gotten lucky because I'm pretty sure a lot of people, unless you were just a stone cold Cowboys fan, turned that game off kind of early, and they might have found the wrestling and uh, might have got drawn into it especially if they started out watching it and then uh made it to you know till the game started and then came back once the game got out of hand yeah but with extreme wow. rules start out uh on the kickoff show carmelo versus Liv morgan two women exchange roll-ups Liv morgan is back up with coat breaker for two but carmella kicks you to the floor Liv morgan kicks carmella uh, face first into the announcer's table, setting up the oblivion. Her setting up the oblivion on the inside, and Liv Morgan picks up the win. I'm glad for her. You know, I, I like I, I wrote in my blog, um, bumps of the bumps of burials when I talk about wrestling. Um, and I said, I, I said, you know, I said, Liv Morgan deserves this push, and I just wish they would just stop. Starting and stopping her push, you know, let that girl do what she gonna do. That girl, the girl had my eyes since NXT, so you know, let let that let live let live win. I mean, Bo Dallas is winning, you know, so we want to win by seeing her wrestle too. <laughs> I'm surprised Bo Dallas hasn't tried to turn up anywhere. Yeah, if Bo Dallas has got the farm going, he ain't got to worry about wrestling. He ain't got to worry about taking bumps. 
He's he, he taking props. <laughs> and he looks like he was the type of guy who would save his money. Hey. Um, the opening montage talks about how extreme rules in this kingdom, and it looks at the car for the evening. In uh, a match that was set up during the pre-show, uh, the New Day, they faced off against Bobby Lashley, AJ Styles, and Amos. Big E. Oh, go ahead. No, I'm Okay. Big E launches Kofi onto Amos, who chops him out of the air. Back in, Lashley runs Big E over and loads up the spear, but AJ Styles tags himself in. Lashley tags himself back in as AJ misses the phenomenal forearm. A spear from Lashley hits AJ by mistake, and the big ending from Big E finishes off Bobby Lashley. And the New Day are your winners. New Day? New Day rocks. Um, I want to tell you, at Monday Night Raw... A couple of weeks when I went, that's what most of the chants were for New Day. There's a lot of woos in the building, and there's a lot of New Day rocks. They were in play country, so. Yeah, yeah. So, so far. Hold um, on, and hold on, and one more thing. Yeah. And Vince is still hating, still hating on certain cities. Because during the telecast, they wouldn't say Raleigh. Oh, yeah, they see he do he back on that bullshit again. What'd he say? They didn't mention your city's name. Oh, that sucks. They didn't even give us the little like graphic where it's like the little city and then they show like the lamb. I think they they, 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 they did do that, but they didn't do like they wasn't like mentioning your city name on the on the um on the um on the broadcast, which was I hate when they do that. Well, man, Vince has a a, 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 a checkered history with the state of North Carolina, so I guess that's the reason why he does that. But anyway, um, yeah. so far, what do you think about uh, what they've done with Big E, tried to establish him, um, you know, as a champion on Monday Night Raw, the reunion with New Day. Do you think it's too much New Day involved with the championship so far, or do you think that it's just the right amount? It's the right amount. It's the right amount because they are you seeing, you know, Bobby Bobby, you know, Lashley, you know, doing his he on his heel bullshit and then Big E come and respond, he's always like crying like he did on the um after like later on during the show they was he was whining about some um you call him the chicken shit. Bring up a funny tweet from Seth Rollins tonight because um Somebody said shit on um somebody said shit on um NXT and um Seth Brown's tweet, so I guess we can say shit now. I'm like, where have you been? They've been saying shit for like months now. <laughs> yeah, AEW said it like seven times in one night, like two weeks ago. Right. Yeah. It's crazy what they can get away with on TV now. Crazy. The Usos versus the Street Profits SmackDown tag team title match. Um, we want to talk about this now. We want to talk about this later. What happened on SmackDown with uh, Montez and Roman and uh, the writing? The writing. Let's let's call on. Let's let's um. I was I, I was waiting for this one, so let's 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 kind of set the scene. Okay, the so scene. Uh, Montez Ford cuts promo on SmackDown. 
he informs us that Angelo Dawkins is in a wedding, so he's not there at SmackDown. And he basically proceeds to uh, talk about Roman, Roman Reigns, and how, you know, he's the Usos' daddy cousin. And uh, instead of him, you know, treating them like men or being equals at the table, he treated them like a bunch of bloodline bitches. And uh, Roman took offense to that. He took that personally, and he wanted to uh, have a match with Mr. Montez Ford later in the night. So our main event. Hold on, hold on. Hold on. So, so Paul, you always give me the good stuff. So Paul tries to, tries to, you know, persuade him, you know, tries to sway him away from it. Stands 48 hours before stream rules. So as Paul is going to his spiel, Roman just, just turns around and just looks at him like, it just looks at him and he was just like, he says, okay, tonight Montez Ford versus Roman Reigns in the main event. And then he's still talking and then he's just like, boss man, why are you still here? <laughs> and that's when um he um leaves out and he's in the um you know trying to make you the match made and everything. Um side note, him and Kayla has the best one of the best robberies going on right now. <laughs> one of the best robberies in the world right now because she's just sticking that microphone in his face and he's like not thrilled at all. <laughs> he's like did you, did, not you at all. did you have uh any SummerSlam news in your Mo Meltzer news segment for this week? SummerSlam? Mm-hmm. 2022 SummerSlam? Uh, no. Reportedly, they're going back to Wembley Stadium. Oh, I did. I know. I saw that, but I thought they was. I, I saw. I saw. I mentioned that. But wow! I know they said that the 2022 Royal Rumble is going to be in um in St. Louis. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they got like a new stadium, like a new yeah. stadium out there. Yeah, yeah. It's supposed to be the, the biggest, the biggest stadium that that ever held the world. Before, they, like. I think the thing holds like forty thousand people. Yeah, yeah, it's huge. Okay. It's huge. But yeah, um, wow, Wembley Stadium, that'd be good. Right, right. but you know, they're trying to, um, you know, oh damn, we can talk about this. Oh, you know what? You mentioned Wembley Stadium and something else popped in my head, but we can say that for the moment to segment because I want to get your opinion on that something that the other AEW news we didn't discuss in the dark match. But okay, we, we go back, we go back, we go back, we get to continue on in the main event: Roman versus Montez Ford versus Roman Reigns. Yeah, Montez versus Roman. Um, you can tell Montez had some some jitters. Um, he was. You gotta think about it. He going to he going against the top dog, so you're not going to sit there and just and just you know you can't treat this like this as some ordinary, just some regular match. This is like you know the match against the um the top the top star in, in SmackDown. So you gotta make a good impression. Yeah, yeah. Um, but once he got going and kind of got his legs up under him. Uh, they had a really good match. 
which led to unfortunately Montez getting tapped out by the guillotine. Uh, the beat the, the beat down is on of Montez as the Usos come out bloodline. Uh, they're taking them to the extreme. They throw them through a table while they're celebrating. Lights flash red, and then out of nowhere, here comes the demon with a crossbody off the, the turnbuckles, lays the Usos out, and then lays Roman out through a table as well. And uh, that's how SmackDown ended. So everybody saw the Montez Ford thing with no Dawkins against Roman in the main event. And immediately, everybody's, you know, warning lights started coming on. Yeah, exactly. And so, um, at the beginning of Extreme Rules, Montez, so Montez Ford was walking in there. They was both walking into the building, and he had this look on his face like, he had a different look on his face like, you do the right, the right is going to be on the wall. And so, you know, Dawkins was like, yeah, you jump, y'all, um, y'all jumped my man when I wasn't here. You know, but, but just try to, he said, try that now. I'm around everything. And I'm like, and so Montez was like, you know, my focus is getting on these tag team titles. So if you're not with it, let me know right now. And I was like, I see the seeds are planted and it's starting to sprout. But certain people in our life was like, no, they're not going to do this this early. They're not going to do this this early. It's too soon. Same ones was like, Mo, Mo. Telling you, your boy got to go through the barbershop window. Dog is going got that barbershop window coming. I'm like, all right. And I went, I sat back and I sat and I saw Uncle Montana's face. I accepted that fate. And I was like, you know what? It's going to happen. So I said, you know what? I said, that barbershop window coming. Now nah, it's too early. It's too early. How you going? How you going to try to flip the script? One minute. Y'all want him to go to the barbershop window. Now, next thing, yeah, it's too early. It's too early to happen. We gotta give another run with the titles. Never again, never again. Like, nah, 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 nah. You know things don't happen like that in wrestling. Y'all know this. Y'all know this. If that was the case, the Mega Powers would have been together for a long, long, long time. But no, Mega Powers was over as soon as they started. Mega Powers was broken. Street Pop was about to be done. Ain't gonna be no more blue cups coming out the air and they run around there. Yeah! I mean, we got our moments. We got our black-ass moments. We, we wanted um, Street Poppers versus New Day, but we couldn't get that because it changed the titles. You know, we got pronounced you Man and um, Champions. You know? So, you know, I, I'm just saying, for me, I see it coming. I, I see it coming. And, and you know, here I am agreeing with y'all. I'm like, all right, I see what y'all talking about. It's going to happen now. Y'all sitting there talking about something. No, nah, it's going to be. It's too soon. Like, come on, man. You can't be flip-flopping. You can't flip-flop. It's, it's going to happen. Because Roman and the Usos, they got the, the those three titles on lock. On lock. And they got it on lock. They, they doing the damn thing. So this matchup between the Usos and Street Profits, everything breaks down. Montez Ford hits a huge dive onto everyone outside. Dawkins gets taken down, though, and it's a kick to the ribs into the double superfly splash. And the Usos retain the SmackDown tag team titles. Montez went from the goddamn heavens in that splash. Oh, yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. 
don't know. He was selling those ribs, though. So good job for him doing that. <laughs> yeah, Montez Ford is uh, is very talented in a lot of areas. Uh, selling is definitely one of them. Um, promos, definitely a, another one. Um, it, he's just got to sometimes he, he, he scares us with the way he dives out of the ring. Uh, but, you know, I think over time he'll be able to kind of scale that back a little bit and be more judicious with it like Kofi is. And uh, th- there's a whole lot of bright in his future when it comes to a, a singles wrestler, I think. So if the breakup is going to happen sooner than later, then come on and bring it on and let's get him geared up in the title picture and see what we can do. Right. It'd be cool to see what he would think a heel version of himself would look like. You know what I'm saying? Like, Street Profits have always been baby faces. Like, even when they was on NXT and they was getting a little, little shine, they always was the, the team of the people. You know what I'm saying? Right. So I wonder, I, I, I wonder what he would feel like a heel version of himself would be. That'd be cool to see. <clears throat> Bobby Lashley, he is ranting and raving in the back about how Big E won that title while he was hurt after he had wrestled Randy Gordon. Uh, this is where he calls uh, uh, Big E a chicken shit and he challenges him to a championship match on Monday Night Raw. Now it's time for Alexa Bliss versus Charlotte Flair, Raw Women's title. The figure eight is countered into a small package for a two count, followed by a hard DDT for a two count with Charlotte putting her foot on the rope. With nothing else working, Charlotte throws Lily at Alexa Bliss and hits the big boot. Bliss gets sent shoulder first into the post, setting up the natural selection, and Charlotte Flair retains her Raw Women's title. Now, before I talk about the post-match, uh, what do you think about this actual wrestling match, Alexa Bliss, uh, giving us a full wrestling match for the first time in some quite some months? Wow. Um, she, um, she, did, she actually did that. I actually enjoyed this match between those two. I mean, Charlotte was doing Charlotte things, you know, you know, hating on hating Lily, not fucking with Lily, nothing like that. So, um, I, I enjoyed the match for, for what it's what it was worth, and kind of brought, kind of brought up some news about Alexa Bliss that we can get into later on. So we can get to it now because she wasn't on Raw. Um, they say she's gonna be taking some time off from WWE. Three months. Um, do you think that she's going to be having some type of surgery, or is this going to be she injured? Because I mean, she hasn't really been wrestling like that, but we do, she does have concussion issues, so no telling. She going off for three months. Got to be something a little serious. All right. Well, good luck to Alexa Bliss. Uh, hopefully, everything is uh, okay with her after the match. 
Uh, Charlotte rips up Lily, sending Alexa Bliss into a rage. The beatdown is on, but since it's Charlotte, she beats Bliss up again and sends her over the announcer's table, and she leaves. Alexa Bliss snaps and rips the top off of the commentary table before going back inside to pick up the pieces of Lily, and a lot of emotional distress ensues. Any, anything on the uh, on the back end there? What you mean? It's a, any thoughts on the back end on the on the last part there where she? Uh, wait, 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 all that she just went psycho. Yeah, probably lost it. Probably doing away with the character because since Ray's not there no more, so they're finishing up. Right. Finishing Right, right. Paul Heyman is on the phone when Kayla Braxton puts the microphone in his face. Heyman gets <laughs> off the phone saying he'll call back in two minutes. Braxton asks, who is he talking to? Sending Heyman to a rant about how he doesn't need permission to talk to other people. Is she worried about him talking to other women? He's the special counsel of Roman Reigns, so now he needs to leave with the Usos. Yeah, the Usos was up there, coming up there um, every one that match. And somebody in the live tweet said, um, one of the spaces was like, yo, how it did take him 30 minutes just to get backstage? <laughs> uh, yeah, sometimes they don't really think about the uh, the time gaps between some of these uh, pre tape things that they do. Um, <clears throat> Damian Priest versus Jeff Hardy versus Sheamus, Triple Threat, United States title. Damian Priest and Hardy slug it out with Priest breaking up the twist of fate. Priest's springboard is kneed out of the air by Sheamus, so Jeff Hardy can come in and grab a near fall. Sunset Flip gets a two count on Sheamus, who is back up with the bro kick to Jeff Hardy. Priest is back up as well, and he rolls up Sheamus to retain his United States title. This was a good trouble threat. It's hard hit. It was. It was. I, I think I, I think I said that this was my match tonight. I think I said this was my match tonight. Oh, okay. I think I said this was my match tonight. Even over so, the uh, the New Day, the six-man tag? I thought that six-man tag was real good. It was, but this one is because of the build-up that we, well, we had build-up with the New Day one as well, too. I rather mean, like this one because um, Hardy and Sheamus putting um, Damian Priest over, so and really, that first match, you really don't have no one really to put over except for almost, but. Right. Right. Biggie says he isn't scared of Bobby Lashley, and the title match is on starting at 8 o'clock on Monday Night Raw. That yeah, he is awesome. <laughs> so, this brings us to the, probably the most anticipated match on the card Bianca Belair versus Becky Lynch for the SmackDown women's title. A gorilla hey. <laughs> Are you gonna you gonna do the EST chant? What the which said the strongest, the roughest, the toughest, the the fastest, the smartest. Yes. It's just overall the best. Simply the best. <laughs> A gorilla. A gorilla presses counter into a cross arm breaker, but Bianca Belair was able to block it. 
The choke bomb gives Belair a two count, and it's time for the exchange of roll-ups. Becky reverses and says to disarm her, but has to pull Binky away from the ropes, allowing Binky to muscle her up for the KOD. And then Sasha Banks runs in out of nowhere to jump Bianca Belair, and that causes a disqualification. Yes. Because it was a disqualification. Man, I, I love Sasha Banks. Glad you're back. But you couldn't wait like five more minutes. All being yeah. needed was five more minutes, and she would have been. Oh, she would have five more minutes. She would have been up in it. That's <laughs> actually the song. The song is 15 minutes. <laughs> she would have been. Five would have won it. Yeah, she would have been SmackDown Women's Champion again. So that was unfortunate there. Um, after the match, Sasha Banks beats Binky down and looks at Becky before beating her down as well. The big brawl is on with Binky getting the leave, saying that she'll see the two of them on Friday. And I was like, wait a minute, that's a coincidence. I'll be in, I'll be on in, on SmackDown on Friday too. What a coincidence. <laughs> and then, um, and then, um, Quantum all was like back down mode. So I had to hit him with the, I'll give her 66 yards and he respond back. So, you know, yeah, don't be, um, that, 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 that woman's wife is on the premise. I mean, that, that woman's husband is on the premise. So don't do nothing too foolish. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm not, um, I'm not, um, not going there. I mean, the same about be fans, you know. I'm not gonna disrespect him or her. Hopefully, at some point in the night, somebody does something, wins a match or something, and they come celebrate right in front of your section. Yep, and put them right squiddle side up to get y'all on TV so y'all can just see me like, yo, we on TV. They went, what the hell's WrestleCast? And I say, go ahead, tag SmackDown Madison. They gonna see y'all in there. You like what? You mean somebody's a black, black hashtag? I'm like, black ass hashtag. We be in there every goddamn week. Yeah, we do. Yes, we do. So good to see Sasha Banks back. Um, I guess they're going to a string of places where you don't need to be vaccinated to participate. <laughs> so, good to have her back. And uh, I guess we're headed towards the triple threat at some point in time uh, for this SmackDown Women's title. Now it's time for the main event of the evening, Roman Reigns versus Finn Balor for the Universal title in an Extreme Rules match. Uh, Finn Balor powerbombs Jay through the announcer's table. Um, uh, Spear drives Finn Balor through the announcer's table and everyone is down. The red lights start flashing and Finn Balor starts like, I don't even know what you could call this, uh, gyrating or um, I don't even know what you want to call this. But anyway, he's like laying on his stomach and then all of a sudden he starts like the music from the... From the, 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 the red light starts yeah, popping up. Yeah, the red light comes on, the heartbeat of the demon starts beating and Finn starts popping up. Um, and finally makes it back up to his feet. Balor unloads with the chair, and he hits the shotgun drop kick, and he shotgun drop kicks Roman through a table. 
Back end, Finn goes up to the top to hit the coup de gras, but the rope breaks, and that allows Roman to hit him with a spear to pin Finn Balor, or excuse me, pin the demon, and retain the SmackDown Universal Championship. So, um, they made reference to Samoa Joe here, and they said only Samoans named Joe can beat the demon. Um, <laughs> thing. Finn. And I was like, you know what? I'm not mad at it. Um, even though we kind of knew what was going to happen as far as an outcome, I thought this match was really well done. Um, great effort by Finn. The rope breaking was a little like, huh? But you know, it's a lot better than a lot of things they've come up with when they really don't have a way out of a match. So, um, it's not the worst finish they've ever come up with. And, uh, Finn did have a great showing in the match. Nothing, nothing to add. Oh, say it one more time about who I was just said Finn had a great showing in the match. Oh, he did, especially when he 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 his light came when he resurrected himself, and then you know everybody thought he was gonna win. And then I was like, nope, because here come the bullshit. And the next thing you know, that's how <laughs> just broke. I was like, yeah, it is. But um, the, the only reason why this happens because we already know um, Roman's next matchup is going to be Crown mm-hmm. Jewel, baby. Yeah, yeah. I thought this was a really good pay-per-view, man. I said it was okay, but now that I thought about it, it was I'll say it was pretty good too. I said it was okay in my blog because I was just like, eh, it wasn't enough for extreme rules, but I thought about it. They advanced the storyline. So and plus you don't want to do nothing new because we have a draft coming up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is definitely one of those like get me over pay-per-views, uh, where you know Please don't let anybody get hurt. And we're just going to kind of just slide everything, move it forward just so we can get to the draft. And then we'll kind of reestablish everything uh, after next Monday and uh, go from there. But I really thought this was a really good effort by WWE, man. The only thing that was kind of really suspect on the whole card was just the ending to the Alexa Bliss Charlotte match with Alexa uh, you know, being distraught over Lily, uh, getting torn up. But as far as the wrestling goes and the matches and the quality of matches, uh, this was excellent. It was. Now it's time to talk about a little Monday Night Raw. Uh, coming from, uh, were they in, was this Columbus or was that SmackDown that was in Columbus? I think Raw. Uh, no, no, they were in Cincinnati because they were talking about that damn chili. Yeah, they were in Cincinnati. So we open with a recap of Big E cashing in money in the bank to win the WWE title, plus pinning, plus pinning Bobby Lashley at Extreme Rules in the six-man tag. The rematch is set for tonight. So we start off with Big E versus Bobby Lashley, WWE title match. Bobby Lashley has to go to the ropes to avoid the big ending. The spear through the ropes drops Lashley. But here are Shelton Benjamin and Cedric Alexander in their Hurt Business t-shirts 
popping up at ringside. Lashley hits a spine buster and seems pleased, but here's the new day to go after Alexander and Benjamin. The spear cuts Biggie down as the other four men start to fight and they brawl inside the ring. And of course, that leads to a DQ uh, between Big E and Bobby Lashley. Um, as I quote our WWE champion, y'all might want them 30 minute classics, huh? but not me. I want them big meaty men slapping meat. And uh, that's what that was right there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Post match, the brawl is on and security comes out to break it up. Adam Pierce says, actually, we're not done as this match is happening later tonight. But this time it will be inside a steel cage. Eric of the Viking Raiders versus Angel Garza. Garza takes off his pants, which Carrillo teases throwing in the ring. That brings Ivar over for the distraction, but lets Garza hit a super kick into the wing clipper for the win as Angel Garza is victorious. Um, Happy... uh, was it uh, Hispanic Heritage Month? Yeah. Yes. Also, uh, Breast Cancer Awareness Month, but they're not hitting that as hard as they used to. Right. You know, the ropes used to be pink and all kinds of stuff. You don't even really see too many guys wearing pink in their uh, in their ring gear for this month like you know in the past when it was really like oh it's like over here's everybody in their pink um we recap charlotte beating alexa bliss at extreme rules and destroying lily uh plus we see charlotte beat up alexa bliss again now it's time for the 24 7 title match as reggie is defending against ricochet Ricochet sends him to the outside for the big flip dive as the 24-7 gallery are watching from the front row. But that's enough for them to jump the barricade and jump Ricochet. And, of course, that causes a disqualification. So after the match, Ricochet fights back with Drake Maverick has a walkie-talkie telling someone to do it now. So cue Akira Tozawa to go after Reggie, who escapes anyway. Uh, what do you think about the 24-7 title uh, right now and this gaggle of guys led by Drake Mapper? Reggie. Reggie got Reggie got hot. That's all you can say. He got hot. Matt Riddle says he's on his own tonight because Randy Orton is probably taking a week off to have some skyline chili. Or he needed to take a break from Riddle because he wanted to RK him on the concrete. Riddle thinks it's a bad idea because it could hurt Orton's back. It's cool, though, because Riddle has his headphones with him, and it plays Randy Orton's theme song, and uh, he starts singing to the beat. Singing to the beat. Kira Tozawa is still in the ring and wants to match with someone. It doesn't matter who it is. So, music plays. Hold up, hold up. He was saying, he was saying Ricochet. He said R Truth. He said Drew Gulak. Okay, who it is? Mm -hmm. Then it is Keith Bearcat Lee that answers the challenge. Uh, it's a splash into the Big Bang catastrophe for the pin on Tozawa in 35 seconds. 
Get your thoughts on the Bearcat, sir. So, hold on. Hold on. I'm coming. Hold on. I'm live, coming. Live audio, live audio recording, folks. Mo to the underscore Reese looking up his facts and, and figures here. Probably amongst the uh, so, many pages um, of the Mo Meltzer news segment so we're going to hear about. Keith Lee is paying homage to Bearcat Wright. Um, and he was definitely, um, but was, well, as they say, pro wrestlers, Brown Bomber. He was 6'7, weighed 267 pounds. So, um, he, I think he wrestled in the, um, wrestled in the, um, territories. Mm hmm. Yeah, and it was kind of like every, people make trouble. So why bad cat? Why are you using bad cat? And it's like he's paying homage to a black wrestler, might not even heard of unless your grandparents was deep, deep, deep in some territories back in the day, and and we could tell you about who you no know, certain wrestlers were. So this is a, a paying homage to um, this particular wrestler who was inducted. I think he was inducted to the Hall of Fame. Either this year, or last year, but you know, props to um, Keith Lee for doing this. Anything that can get Keith Lee back on our television screens uh, in a more consistent fashion, I'm pretty much he here for it. He did that because that poor Akira didn't even know what hit him. But I say, he fucked around and found out. <laughs> now, how do you feel uh, he's going to pull off this new direction uh, of being a heel that they're trying to move him towards? It can work. It can work. It's, it definitely can work, but you know, he was just one of the additions to the Black A's Monday Night Raw. It's just <laughs> so glorious seeing all this this all these, all these, all, see the black folks carry the show. You never, never heard of this back in the day. Hashtag black wrestling draws. Yes, it does. Uh, we recap the opening match in a very serious Big E promises to beat Bobby Lashley again, just like he did uh, when he promised to cash in his money in the bank briefcase. Mm hmm. Uh, Big E, Super Serious, Kofi, and Xavier being his hype men. Uh, that was a very good promo. Oh, so basically, so for those of you who don't know, um, they say, at the family reunion, who we introducing, who we introducing. That's a um, uh, that's a, a, a game that's played on Nick Cannon's Wilding Out. So, and it was all while now, I think a couple of seasons ago. So they kind of just used that for that. So, and a lot of people caught that. It was like, oh, he was in, he was in Nick Cannon. Um, he was a wild and out. Um, he was a wild and out. Cause they, cause he, you know, they, you know, it was like, you no know, comedy, sketch comedy show. Mm-hmm. So they cutting up, you know, so I was like, shout out to them for doing that. 
We have a United States title match rematch: Sheamus versus Damian Priest. This is going to be Sheamus's last attempt at the title. Uh, this is basically uh, an extreme rules match uh, without the title because it's no count out, no disqualification. There must be a winner. Uh, Priest hits South of Heaven for a two count, and they slug it out from their knees. And Enziguri gives Priest another two count, but he jumps into the jumping knee to the face for Sheamus's two count. The reckoning is loaded up, but Sheamus slips out, only to be sent through the table in the corner. Now Damian Priest hits the reckoning, and he retains the United States title. Yes. Man, Sheamus... And Damian Priest, they they tore it down on this joint right here, man. This was a good match. I wasn't. I mean, Sheamus has been doing a great job putting people over, making them look good, making himself look good, having a good match, and then leaving his opponent better for it, um, which is definitely an art form in itself. Uh, Mustafa Ali isn't happy with Mansoor. Uh, signing the two of them up for a six-man tag with Jeff Hardy. Ali rants about Hardy, who pops up behind them, asking what Ali would say to them. After Ali backpaddles hard, Hardy Hardy talks about how they're up against some scary monsters, and he's ready to twist their fates. Jinder Mahal, Veer, and Shanky taking on Mansoor, Mustafa Ali, and Jeff Hardy. Uh, Shanky sidewalk. Huh? Mention, did you wait a minute? Kind of was kind of doing something else. Did you mention um, Mustafa about to talk trash to Jeff and Jeff Hardy popping up on him? Yep, 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 yep. He popped up behind him. Uh, he walked up on him. Yeah. <laughs> Man, pull up on He pulled up on him. Yeah. He said, "What you gonna?" Say? He says, "Do what?" And he was like, oh, "I was just gonna say, no, it's great to be teaming with you, and you know." <laughs> Back down, so to speak. Um, Shanky sidewalk slams Ali to start, so it's off to Mansoor, who gets elbowed by Veer. We hit the neck crank a bit for Mansoor, but fights up in a hurry and brings tags in Jeff to clean house. Um, but everything breaks down, and Veer hits the million dollar arm lariat. And gets the win for Jinder Mahal and himself and Shanky. Ta-da. You remember that show? Have you ever heard of that show, Million Dollar Arm, that was in like India? Mm-mm. Where they were looking for um, kids to come over from India to come play in the major leagues because, you know, they play cricket and cricket and baseball are very similar. Uh, so they uh, drafted, I think it was like five guys, four guys that actually finished and had a chance to like go to spring training. And that's who, um, that's who Veer is. He's one of those kids who, so that's why Corey was like, he's got a million dollar arm when he was uh, commentating last night because uh, he was, he actually won the competition. Right. Yeah. Uh, Karrion Cross promises to hurt people. Okay. Cool. <laughs> uh, Karrion Cross versus Jackson Riker. Uh, MAGA on MAGA violence here. Who, 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 who was Vince thinking in, in booking this? <laughs> this is, uh, you know, 
the, two people who the crowd has no love for. No love for. <laughs> This joint, boy, you would have thought you was in a library, how quiet it was. Uh, <laughs> Cross knocks him into the corner to start and mocks Riker's military history. A suplex takes Riker down, but an arm bar is broken up. The doomsday Saito sets up a sloppy cross jacket, and Jackson Riker taps out. The crowd got back into it shortly after, after when Dewdrop popped up on the screen, and she wanted to answer Charlotte's open challenge for the women's title match later tonight. Uh, Bob E, excuse me, Bobby Lashley rants about Big E winning the title with money and with with the money in the bank briefcase. He says tonight he is he isn't injured and he can hurt Big E even more in a steel cage. Next match: Riddle versus A J Styles. The floating bro is countered into a calf crusher, but Riddle slips out. The comeback is on as Riddle gets all fired up. That's fine with AJ, who counters a running knee into a burning hammer into the Styles Clash for the pin. After the match, almost plants Riddle again with a choke slam. AJ brought out some of his New Japan sequences in this one, Joe. This was uh, this was high level AJ Styles. And, and Riddle did okay, too. Yes, Riddle did do okay. This was a fire-ass match, man. I know we give Riddle, like, a lot of shit but for what he does outside of the ring. But inside the ring, that man puts on really good matches. Uh, we take a look back at Shayna Baszler. Uh, snapping on Nia Jax and putting her on the shelf with an arm injury last week. Shayna has no comment, but she does have a nifty set of playing cards. Uh, so now it's time for the Raw, Raw Women's title match, Charlotte versus Dewdrop. Dewdrop shoves Charlotte around to start, and Charlotte can't manage to slam her. The big running backsplash covers Charlotte, and here's Eva Marie. Charlotte gets in a chop block in the natural selection to retain the title over Dewdrop. After the match, Eva poses over Dewdrop and gets decked by Charlotte. So, yeah, Charlotte was like, ain't nobody out here finna shine brighter than me. Bill Goldberg, in an interview sent in from a, a very uh, uh, undisclosed location, he talks about how he and Bobby Lashley are both fathers. He doesn't know what kind of father Lashley is um, because... Uh, he attacked Goldberg's son at SummerSlam. Now he's going to fulfill the vow he made when his son was born, and he's going to protect him and hurt Lashley a lot. You excited to see Lashley versus Goldberg Extreme Rules? I mean, not Extreme Rules, uh, Saudi Mania. Saudi Mania. Love Money 5. Yeah. I, I read about paint dry. Well, I'll be watching it, sir. So I'll probably go through that so you won't have to. Uh, Eva Marie is still in the ring and complains about the disrespect. She can beat anyone in the locker room, so here is Shayna Baszler. The Karafuta clutch knocks Eva out in a hurry, and the fans approve. Shayna lets go and unloads on Eva's arm, just like last week uh, that she did to Nia. Uh, and again, the people are just into everything about Eva Marie. They generate 
all the cheers and all the love for Eva Marie. And then here comes Shayna Baszler out here to wreck, ruin the moment. And then it was real messed up that people were chanting one more time after she done broke that girl's arm like that. I'm surprised my mentions weren't flooded by Jupiter Jewel, Madame Lizette, and what sleep though went during this segment because they understand how much I, I, I have a soft spot in my heart for Eve Marie. Well, I'm, we know, we know, and we and we were and and the fact that Shayna Baszler they was chanting one more time shows it gives zero fucks about Eva Marie. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you guys were roasting the situation there in the space. We was. Yeah. We, I said, Dawn was saying, we be clowning. Uh, Nikki Ash and Rhea Ripley say that they have nothing in common except the titles. Nikki thinks they need matching blue gear, but Rhea says it's a good color on Nikki only. So now it's time for the WWE title match. Big E versus Bobby Lashley in a steel cage. We take a break and come back with Big E ducking an elbow and hitting the trio of belly-to-belly suplexes. The spear cuts Big E down for two, though, and Lashley goes for the door. That's broken up, so Lashley tells him to stay down, only to walk into the big ending for a two-count. A spine buster plants Big E, so it's time to climb up, but Big E pulls him back down and then hits the super big ending off of the middle turnbuckle to retain the WWE title. Uh... Big E got a little help from his friends here as uh, the Hurt Business hit the cage and we're trying to scale the cage and we're making pretty good progress. But uh, my two Band-Aids came in and, and uh, you know, they, they did pretty good there at the end. I want to see the Hurt Business, Shelton and and um, Shelton and, and Cedric just go against Kofi and... Xavier, I guess we're gonna get that at, at some point. Um, but that's what I—that's the match I kind of want to see coming out of all of this past weekend now. Mm-hmm. Since I guess Bobby, this was the end of Bobby and Big E. Um, since everything is right now geared geared for putting all your biggest and best stuff on television, um, they have done a very good job though solidifying and making Big E's championship run uh, real credible and the fans have gotten behind him a lot Um, when they introduced him he had a really good pop uh, in the first match when he won this match with that super big ending um, there's a big pop for the three count as well so definitely gotta give Big E a lot of props for getting people behind him and starting off his title reign with a lot of momentum. Um, one time for Kofi Kingston and the trust fall off of the cage onto the Hurt Business uh, after they had thwarted their attacks to interfere in the match. Um, it couldn't have been me because he was probably about 15, 20 feet up and just let go. And uh, But, yeah, Kofi Kingston's the man. Um, let's see here. We had Big E, Bobby Lashley. We had... The new we had uh, Kofi and Xavier. Um, let's see who else we got. Keep keep a count for me. We had um, Umberto and Angel Garza. We had uh, Veer, Shanky, and Jinder Mahal, Mustafa Ali, and Mansoor. Um, we had Damian Priest. Um, 
We had Akira Tozawa, Keith Lee, um, Ricochet, Reggie, um, and and those are all the people of black and brown color on the show on Monday. That's like twelve or fifteen people I just said. Yes, yes, it was a very black ass episode of Monday Night Raw. Last three weeks or so, they've kind of gone that route, women and the black wrestlers. And surprisingly, it's been an uptick in the quality of Monday Night Raw the last three weeks. It has. It's like we got new faces in the, in the, in the main event scene, so it's, it's jacked new life into it. Um, after the match, though, uh, when Big E is celebrating... Here comes Drew McIntyre, wow. and uh, him and he—you know—he just comes out. He doesn't come down to the ringside or anything. He's just standing at the entranceway, points the big sword at Biggie. Biggie nods, and uh, that looks like our next direction for the Raw, uh, excuse me, WWE title. Well, the stipulation's over, man. Bobby Lashley's not the champ no more. You know, the stipulation was as long as Bobby Lashley was the champion, Drew couldn't challenge for the title. He could not white man himself into the picture. But until he, he comes out at the end and points his sword. But, like I told you, the draft is Friday. So I'm begging, hoping, ple- pleading that the Fox, whoever's over there on the Fox team says we want Drew McIntyre, bring him to Friday nights. We don't want him being big. You don't want it. Uh, who would you think the most logical next opponent would be after the draft? It may move somebody else over to Raw. Um, who? That's the big question. But who? What heels do they have? I mean, well, he's a face, so they would need a heel to go against him, or a face that wouldn't mind being on the end of the booze or something like that. Yeah, it sounds like it would be a little more difficult. Um, but all in all, though, really good Monday Night Raw. Give it up to whoever put this show together. A lot of focus on the women, a lot of focus on the black and brown people. And, uh, you know, they threw AJ Styles and, and Riddle in there just to, and Jackson Riker and Karen Cross in there. Just so you know, the others will have something to enjoy. But uh, I went back and went through the uh, the raw cast uh, live tweet this morning, and yes, everybody was definitely in approval. A lot of uh, kente cloth uh, <laughs> memes on Vince McMahon and uh, various other representatives of the WWE uh, in the in the twitters. So yeah, always made for a good time. Yeah, man, that was that was we was all sitting there like, yo, this has been a black ass, a black ass Monday Night Raw. <laughs> all right. So at this point, I'm gonna turn it over to the Mister Mo Meltzer news segment of the week. Um. <sighs> so, in WWE news, real quick. 
So I heard a favorite, an old favorite of yours, is has spoke to Vince about returning to the company. We shall see how true that is. Uh, who would be an old favorite of mine, sir? Oh, you know who, who old favorite of yours is. I'm drawing a blank right now. Uh, old favorite of mine that's not in the company that would like to come back. That would like to come back. Is this in the female sure. division? Yes. A Cameron? Yep. Oh, that's what's up. Oh man, that would be dope. Hopefully so. She's been training. She, you know, she looks good on. Instagram and TikTok with her training, so um, you know. Hopefully, they give her a look and and let her come back. She you can, love they can put her on NXT at the least. You love her to come back. Oh, I would have her and Naomi team back up one night only. Do the entrance minus Titus. Yeah, it'd be awesome. Uh, I forgot where is he? At? He's in NWA. He's the television champion. And on Fox News, spreading that bullshit. Spreading that bullshit. Um, Brian Danielson, he wants to climb the AEW rankings to get the Kenny Omega rematch. So I guess he's going to go to... Um, he's going to go... He's going to, you know, do it the right way. So Keith Lee says that despite his new his new nickname and look, his mission is the same now that he's back in action on WWE on Monday Night Raw. Um and I say he was rocking um Mia Yim's t shirt, so that's dope. What's up with her? Is she back on Raw? Yeah, yeah, she's back on she was on she's on Raw, mm. which was makes sense because Keith Lee's on Raw. Right. And but why are they doing her so dirty? Is her health not up? Is she not up to par as far as health goes? Is that why they keep holding her back I, on TV? I have zero clue as to why that's that's going on. Zero clue. Um Oh, you know what I want to bring up with you? I'm sorry. I, I don't mean to cut this wait, off. Wait, wait. Um Daddy DeVille taking time out of her day to insult Naomi on a program that Naomi wasn't even at or on. They really building they really building um something between those two. Naomi that's, that's, that's Naomi gonna leave glow marks all over that child. All over her. But that's y'all future women's champion, though. So, well, I mean, she she's she's always been the heel type. I like um, how they was doing their promo, and a lot of wrestlers don't do this because I guess they don't have the timing, or they really don't have the balls, or they really tell them not to. But I like how Naomi wasn't just letting her say stuff. She was like, uh, she was like, I slapped the, I slapped the glow right off of you, and then we was like, psych, <laughs> and then, right, and then she That's was like, and then she was like, Sonny Deville was like, 
and, and I'm a I'm an executive. I'm a I'm a manager. And then um, Naomi was like, "But not a good one." Nope. <laughs> a lot of times you don't hear. Yeah, you don't hear people like interjecting in between people's promos and and talk how normal people would talk if they were arguing with each other. You know, right. So carry on. Yeah. I just wanted to make sure I, I got that out because that was actually a, a very small part of Monday Night Raw, but it echoed very loudly in in our uh, neck of the woods. Next SmackDown, sir. Well, yeah, it was. It was raw. Yeah, that's she was. Right. She, she was taking shots at her. She took a shot on her on the pre-show too for um, um Extreme Rules. So they're really um building that up. Um, let's see. Um, it was something else. Oh, AEW and Owen Hart. The Owen Hart Foundation. How you feel about that? If they want Kevin Owens to sign with AEW, well, they just did a hell of a uh, thing to get him over there. Um, I think it's going to be great. Um, uh, they're teaming with uh, Martha Hart, Owen's widow, um, to, you know, support the Owen Hart Foundation. They're going to have a, basically, I guess it was going to be their version of King of the Ring every year. And the winner is going to win the Owen, which is going to be some, you know, celebratory cup. Um, so, yeah, I, I think it's, you know, a win-win situation. Just shows you again um, what type of person and type of business AEW is because, Martha Hart for years has been kind of guarded with uh, anything regarding Owen's legacy, especially when it comes to WWE. Uh, yeah. But, um, you know, she uh, apparently is uh, in love with what Tony Khan brought to her and they're in love with what they're they going to be able to do for Martha and that foundation. And uh, I'm looking forward to who's going to win the cup and, uh, how they're gonna if they can brag as big as Owen Hart did. Um, Shane Thorne um has a I guess a new Australian gimmick. Crocodile done D or some shit. Yeah. So um uh Slapjack just 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 was just wasn't cutting it for him, huh? It's not at all. <laughs> um let's see. Um, full games going to be this year is going to be um, coming from the Target Center in Minneapolis, Minnesota. So much Miss V going to that show? Probably not. Did you watch um, Rollins and um, on the skull broken skull? No, I did not. Did I? Did I miss anything uh, noteworthy? Well. Um, He's Seth said we was talking about the match between him and the fiend at um at um was the hell in the cell? Where they gave the worst match of the year. <laughs> I think it was. Yeah. And so um so Seth said he came back in the curtain wanting to fight Vince. And he <laughs> said he just he said he just locked the eyes with him and TJ Wilson was holding him back. And Vince got up and walked away, and I think the next day they walked, they, they cool the hands prevailed, and he talked to Vince. You know, everything was fine, but he wanted, he said he wanted to strangle Vince McMahon. Mm, I'm pretty sure there's 
15 or 20 more guys who have felt that way in the last year. <laughs> right. 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 Like uh, the Viking experience, the Viking Raiders or whatever you want to call them. I'm, I'm pretty sure they're looking at their contracts going, how many more days do we have to do this until we can get up out of here? And then one of them got hurt, so that means they're going to add the more days to the back end of the contract. So they might be stuck for a while. But the way that they're using them, they need to go on back to New Japan. You still there? And I was just thinking about something. Um, just, just, just thinking. Um, we're gonna have a, um, a, a, a black world champion, WWE champion, going to the draft. Yeah. Yeah, Big E's will be the champion going to the draft. Mm-hmm. I'm just having that's 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 dope. That's also super dope. also. It's word, it's whispers going around that NXT is going to be involved in the draft. Oh, word. Word. Oh, word. So, you, you know, you might you might be seeing new faces on Mondays and Friday nights. Right, right. And, and, I, and I think I said, I said this in the, in the, in the live, in the, um, in, the, in the space tonight. If Zia Lee shows up, what well, about I said it to you? I said, if Zia Lee shows up, yeah, you said I said you I said Zia Lee shows up on um Friday, I'm definitely shooting my shot. <laughs> um definitely shooting my shot because baby. <laughs> <laughs> she she could she could hit me and knock me in another um, promotion anytime. Uh that's funny. That's funny. Knock me, knock, baby, knock me in another promotion, please do. I, 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 I really, I said I really wouldn't uh, mind that. Um, anything else? Um, I think there's some, um, some injuries. Um, I think they said Jake, Jake Roberts is suffering with some, some serious injuries. Jake Roberts? Yeah. Mm, but yeah, he hasn't been with Lance Archer in quite a while. So hopefully, uh, right. you know what from? Just maybe copy no, from him yeah. just living hard. Right. Did you, um, when, when you and Jay did smack that up, you mentioned um, Rick Moss back with um, Happy Corbin? Yeah, yeah. Uh, 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 it's funny how I saw a headline that was like, hey, uh, Superstar returns from long absence uh, on SmackDown, and I'm like, who the hell could that be? I'm thinking like a superstar. It's like they have on Miss Sasha, and then I saw the thing, and it was like Riddick Moss. I was like, boy, they done their definition of superstar and my definition of superstar are clearly two different things. Right. So apparently. American Gladiator is being um, reboot is is, is is in a reboot, and it says it's going to feature some WWE stars. Oh, that's what's up. Uh, I'm definitely a big fan of the original American Gladiators. American Gladiators was that was definitely that deal. Did you ever play the Nintendo game? 
American what? Gladiators? Yeah, they had an American Gladiators Nintendo game, homie. Might have been Super Nintendo, but yeah, they definitely had an American Gladiators game. I did not even know that. Bro. Yeah, dog. Oh yeah. Also, um, so so it looks like apparently Dynamite is still moving to T- TBS, mm-hmm. but Rampage is staying with TNT. Yeah, because hockey's not going to interfere with them except for on Wednesdays. Yeah, and, and, I, thought, and I thought we kind of, like, knew that. Well, they're going to have some Dynamites on Saturdays. Uh, yeah. They're going to have – so Dynamite's going to be starting moving around a couple of uh, – uh, eventually is going over to TBS, I think. But um, Yeah, TBS. But then when the NCAA tournament starts, where's it going to go then? Because uh, hockey's still going to be, I guess that's one of the days it's going to be on Saturday. Because, yeah, hockey will still be in full swing. Wait, 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 wait. You still got games on Saturday too, right? Oh, yeah, you do. So you really will be like, uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I don't know. It's going to be difficult to, uh, to, to, to pin down. Uh, where they're going to be going uh, when it comes to the winter time here this year. Um, that, that's going to hopefully that doesn't do anything to derail their momentum because, you know, people get so used to tuning in certain stations, certain time, and then you start moving it around and people can't find it. They can't find it maybe one or two weeks. They ain't going to go looking for it no more. Nope. They are not. Uh, Sting was getting props for his um, in-ring um, uh, um, him and Darby against um, FTR. Why don't nobody give FTR no props? They made Sting look like a million. Of course. Man, FTR and- is so underrated. It's a, it's ridiculous, man. Holly, um, Holly, um, that's what I'm looking for. Uh, um, underrated, highly underrated. Yes, highly underrated. Like I'm underrated on him. <laughs> I'm underrated on on this here podcast. But you know, hey, you know, I'm, be- I'm, a, I'm gonna I'm gonna give it to you right here. I'm gonna give you your flowers. Thank you for. Uh, picking up my slack uh, here recently when it comes to the spaces and holding it down. The people have uh, become accustomed to uh, having the spaces up and running for the particular uh, shows. And Yeah, I know because Monday, I'm sitting here and I was just like, and then all of a sudden, I, I was like, well, I don't see, I, don't, I ain't get the alert from Dawn saying, you know, come join the spaces. And all of a sudden, I see somebody say, "We need the spaces up now." And I said, "I said, well, normally Dawn will hit me up saying, hey, man, can you um, run the spaces?'" But I was like, "Let's just open this up." Yeah, man, I was, I was, I'm glad that you did that. I'm glad that everybody got a chance to um, get into the Twitter spaces and experience that Monday Night Raw with all those black and brown people. Thank you for the SmackDown Matters uh, Twitter space as well. The Extreme Rules beginning of that one. Uh, where I came in and um, was able to take it over. But, yes, thank you to the unsung hero of a lot of things behind the scenes, Mr. Mo to the underscore Reese. 
Oh no, I mean it's cool. I mean, I, I mean, I like the interaction, and you know, we have a nice, lovely, lively bunch who you know comes who joins us every week, and you know, they keep the um, they keep it interesting. So you know, it's all good, and I enjoy, like I said, I enjoy you know the banter, the back and forth when we talk, and we we have some pretty intelligent folks, you know, even though sometimes they kind of go off the rails with that with that opinions and everything, but we we have some good people to come through, so you know, props to them. Definitely props to them. Um, I think that's about it. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, last week Roger Strong won the um, Cruiserweight Championship. Mm-hmm. Um, Becky Lynch said she could have came back WrestleMania 37. Um, you know, it's been, you know, Nikki, well, we're talking about Nikki ASA. We talked about it last week, Nikki and Rhea winning the titles, and Nikki talking about her and um, Rhea Blue. The team of Wet Blue, and she said, No, nah. the Kyler River was like, Is that weeks? Isn't that blue weekend? He all fought. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Kyler Ren. Uh, yeah, he, he is he is not changing. He's definitely a part of the No Chill Committee. We definitely don't have a lot of times that we don't chill up in there, but like I said, we, um, it's all good. I enjoy, like I said, I enjoy, you know, just hearing everybody talk and we have some good conversations today. So, um, thank you for everybody for coming to show out in the spaces. Kind of like, you know, y'all make the, make the show more interesting. Definitely. Because up until the last three weeks, Monday Night Raw has been terrible. Somebody uh, tweeted in the spaces, uh, in the live tweet, like is it always this fire uh when a draft is coming up like nah homie you just happen to tune in on a good night <laughs> right <laughs> uh, that's how you're supposed to lead in and how you're supposed to lead in to you know something big that's going on right what i loved about this is no 20 minute promo man they just went they told us what was going to happen right. we we're going to see three title matches and then we we're going to kick it off with randy oh excuse me with bobby and Big E. and we swear we did we went right into it bobby and Big E. and uh you know what I'm saying? so they gave us a good match to start out with even though they had some shenanigans and stuff uh, like i said um you know it seems like the new formula for wwe is uh give them the big match in the beginning just to set up um, you know, the real main event later in the night. That's what they did. They had that steel cage rolling down. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So shout out to Mr. Mo to the underscore re. Shout out to Samuel Kalunga. Shout out to our man Greg. Hopefully he's feeling better. Shout out to Miss Didi Jonay. It was her birthday last week. Her and Miss yeah. J to the max. They hung out together and I don't know what kind of shenanigans ensued, but I'm pretty sure that there were some shenanigans. A uh, shout out to Miss Simi. Uh, shout out to Mr. Anwar Sarwin. Shout out to Terry's Boy. Shout out to Quantum Central R. Oh, let's fill in, let's fill the people in before I get too far here. 
um, in the WrestleCast Fantasy League. Uh, I got the win over Mr. Anwar Starwin this week, uh, a whole bunch to a little bit, 123 to 97. Um, let's see. Mo to the underscore Reese came up just short against my cousin, uh, 117 to 109. Um, man, no offense, didn't do it. Or Sterling Shepard didn't do you any favors on that one. But Justin Tucker, though. Um, next up, we had the Undisputed Hit taking on Durham Money, Inc. Durham Money, Inc. gets the victory 130 to 111. Uh, standout performers, the Undisputed Hit, they had Jared Allen. Uh, Durham Money, Inc., uh, their standout performer was Alvin, Alvin Kamara. Um, Detroit Heenan family, Connor Central R, gets the victory over Dallas Riot Squad, uh, Madame Lizette. Uh, let's see, Quintessential Czar's uh, top score was Austin Eckler, and Madame Lizette's top score was Jordan Jefferson. Uh, next up, we have the Philadelphia Evolution taking on the LOD Road Warriors. Uh, Road Warriors winning 115 to 196. Uh, Philadelphia had Patrick Mahomes as their. 196? I mean, one. I mean, ninety-six, one fifteen to ninety-six. Excuse me. Oh, I'm about to say, God uh, damn. Yeah, my 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 shit is blurring together. Uh, Patrick Mahomes was the leading scorer for the Philadelphia Revolution, and Cooper Cup for the LOD Road Warriors. And then our final matchup, we had the Bad Boys with one thirty-eight, Harlem Heat. Uh, Scarlett Wren, eighty-eight. Um, let's see. The Bad Boys had Najee Harris as their leading point getter, and Harlem Heat had Lamar Jackson as their leading point getter. So um, we've got a couple, like one undefeated team or two. We got two undefeated teams uh, in each uh, division, and we've got three two and one teams, and then one zero oh, and three team and. Uh, five one and two teams so far uh, in the WrestleCast Fantasy League. So good luck to everybody this week, except for whoever I'm playing. I hope I crush you, crush you like a grape. Um, but continue to use the hashtags and share, rate, and review the podcast. Visit the Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash CSPN Media where you can get the extra content of the dark match before and after podcast conversations that we have here on all the shows. You can also listen to me and Miss Simi review AEW dynamite each and every week through our Patreon page. Uh, so support the podcast that way by becoming a patron. So for my co-host, Mr. Mo to the underscore Reese, I'm your host, Don Delorente, and this has been WrestleCast episode 302. Stay tuned for the parting promo. Bobby Lashley. Let's talk man to man here. I'm a father. You're a father. I don't know what kind of father you are, but for your kid's sake, I hope the hell you're a better father than you are a liar. Because when you put your hands around my son's neck at SummerSlam and choked him unconscious, leaving him in the middle of the ring, you had the balls to come out and say that it was a misunderstanding. There's 
There's no misunderstanding, Bobby. Just like when my son was born, and I swore on everything holy that I would do everything in my power to protect him from anything and anyone that would try to hurt him. You hurt my son, Bobby Lashley. And now, I will fulfill the promise I made to my wife, to my son, and to you, Bobby. I'm going to hurt you real bad. Hell, if I'm lucky enough, I'll even kill you. One thing people seem to forget about Goldberg is during that process, I'm gonna enjoy every single second of it. Because Gage Goldberg is my son. And you, Bobby Lashley, 